today on CityCast Chicago. We've talked a lot about the ward remapping. Quick recap. The ward maps, aka which aldermen you'll get based on your neighborhood, are redrawn every 10 years after the U.S. Census. Yesterday was the deadline for city council members to agree on a map and share it with all of us. But we did see a map eventually. The agreement part? Mm, Not so much. We tagged along yesterday with our friend A.D. Quigg from Crane Chicago Business as the map drama continued. It's Thursday, December 2nd. I'm Carrie Shepard, and this is CityCast Chicago. You have a mic, don't you? I do. Looks like you do. And you're do you have a do you have a task cam or something? I have a little I have a little pod track zoom. Whoa, nice. Oh yeah. nice. This is what I do the podcast on. Yeah, I saw that you had Kinsinger. Good for you. Yeah, it was newsy. Marianne Ahern was like, I can't believe you got him. And I was like, Me neither. It's noon on Wednesday. So we're doing kind of a real in real time breakdown of what's going on with this map. As of noon on Wednesday, the public has not seen a map, correct? As of noon on Wednesday, the public has not seen a map from the Rules Committee, which is kind of considered the quote unquote city map. So this is the map that should have been developed in consensus with all the city council, but it has not worked out that way. Um, The map that the public, the maps that the public might have seen have come from either City Council's Latino Caucus, which released its own map back in October, or from an independent group of good government folks who drew their own completely independent of the uh, city council process. Um, That independent map has gone nowhere. Basically, they wanted to see if 10 aldermen might pick it up and run with it. Hasn't happened. Um, The Latino Caucus map uh, has had at least 11 strong supporters this whole time. So the deadline that we're facing today Uh, was essentially the deadline for council to act before the possibility of a referendum could open up. Basically, midnight tonight, 12.01, we might see a group of 10 aldermen, presumably the Latino caucus, would introduce their own map and say, voters, you decide. So when we say the rules committee map, that essentially is a consensus map. And that would be the map that 41 aldermen have to agree on, correct? Right. And 41 is the magic number. The most it has sounded like this rules committee consensus map had garnered was like 35 or 36. Lingering in the background have been all these little squabbles over certain wards or the future of certain aldermen. So we found out earlier this week that Mayor Lori Lightfoot said she was going to veto any map that protected Alderman Ed Burke down on the city's southwest side. Alderman Ed Burke, obviously the former finance committee chair, a very powerful alderman, I think, what, has not missed a city council meeting in how long has he been alderman? Like 50 years. And but he's been he was removed as as committee chair by current mayor Lori Lightfoot and his ward a predominantly south southwest side was predominantly white ward right but now is is more white white irish and polish ward and now is increasingly latino and there are folks who wanted to um purposely map him with a heavier Latino concentration, including uh, more progressive parts of Little Village. Someone to essentially unseat him. Yes. You mentioned the squabbles. I kind of want to break that down a little bit more. But first, I want to say that like so much in Chicago, you've sort of touched on this, this kind of breaks down by race, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have the Latino 
black and old, let's say Democratic machine, aka white Irish, like we're saying in this case, caucuses vying to have their map. Is that mm-hmm. a fair way to characterize that? Yes. And part of this, the city is segregated in such a way that black and Latino populations live near each other so that when these battles break out over how many wards will be predominantly black, how many will be predominantly Latino, it's it's a versus situation. In only rare cases does it break down to like a white or Latino or black or Latino mm. battle. So like mm. in the grand scheme, because so many of these communities are right next to each other, that's how these battles break out. And the Latino caucus has said, we need 15 wards or nothing. Proportionally to their share of the city's population, they should if we were going strictly by proportional representation of the city's entire population, they probably should have 15 or even 16 wards. They currently mm. have 13. Are there specific aldermen whose names have kind of been at the center of some of these squabbles? So we talked about Ed Burke, Alderman Stephanie Coleman, who is currently the 16th ward alderman. There have been some fights about um, whether her ward could be maintained as a majority black ward or whether she could still win in a potentially Latino majority ward. She represents Englewood. The neighborhood of Englewood was divided into like five different wards. It's not necessarily great for representation. You might not know who your alderman is. Right. The alderman for your business might be different from the alderman for your home, even though you're both in Englewood. It does matter who your alderman is. If you come in and you say, I don't know who my alderman is, who do you talk to to pick up your trash? I mean, we haven't had our recycling picked up in a week and a half. I know who to call. But if I didn't know what ward I was in, I wouldn't know who to call. That is the reason. It is. It's about representation. Mm-hmm. On the north side, Side, which we have heard a lot less about, um, Alderman Scott Wagusback and Alderman uh, Brian Hopkins are fighting over who gets to represent the future Lincoln Yards development. A mega development that I mean, has been somewhat controversial, especially by this group, the Independent Music Venue League, because the hideout, a cherished bar and music venue, fears that with Lincoln Yards, they're going to put a huge, you know, arena style music venue and essentially push the hideout out. We're seeing similar kind of squabbles, I'll say again, breaking out over a lot of the big developments in and near downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, Who is going to represent uh, McCormick Place, uh, a lot of the sites where a potential casino might land. Because when you move one ward boundary, um, you are impacting sometimes two or three or four wards around you. So what has it's been happening? It's a puzzle. It's, it's like a, a puzzle. It's a massive puzzle. And what has been happening in the rules committee meetings behind closed doors is essentially groups of aldermen have been meeting that live near each other and have been kind of sitting in front of a screen together and being like, all right, if I move this here, then you get this and I get this. Does that work? The Latino caucus says that they have been essentially left out of that process. Okay. So where is Mayor Lightfoot, by the way? She's in, she's in Washington, D.C. right now. Um, okay. When she ran for mayor, she said, um, I think it's important that an ind- independent commission draw this map, that it's not drawn in a way that protects incumbents, that aldermen aren't the ones kind of leading this, that we have a lot of public engagement and that we make sure that whatever map emerges, we keep these neighborhoods together. But she has since had a very contentious relationship with the city council and probably decided wisely, politically so, to kind of stay out of this remap process. When we are taping this at 12, it is now 1220 on Wednesday, December 1st, the day of the deadline, they technically have 12 more hours, right, to get a consensus on the map. But there's a council meeting scheduled for one in about 40 Mm -hmm. minutes here. 
what is going to be expected from that meeting? Is this MAP related or is this just a general council meeting? So this was a meeting called purposely with the expectation that we would have some kind of a MAP to vote on. Um, as of the latest reporting, the plan today is for the Rules Committee to introduce their MAP but not have a vote. Hey, we did our job. <laughs> Yeah, right? yeah, kind of yeah. A, kind of a like, hey, We've had several we months it. to do this, <laughs> and uh, we waited right. until the night before to turn in our homework. Chairman Harris, do you wish to be recognized as present for the purpose of quorum? Please do, sir. Uh, the chair recognizes Alderman Harris. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I filed, I placed on file with the clerk a proposed redistricting map. I will chair at the Rules Committee's meetings over the next weeks and months to review the map and discuss proposed changes. Uh, all those in favor of the motion to adjourn signify by saying aye. Aye. Those opposed say no. In the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it. The motion is carried. Today's special meeting is adjourned. So it's late. It's late-ish in the day. Um, 20 after five, you're still at City Hall. And we spoke pre-meeting. And then the meeting at one o'clock, the special city council meeting to for the rules committee to reveal the map happened. Now, what does the map look like? Wow, what a great question. The map that we received was a printout on one of those like long pieces of printer paper, like not the eight and a half by 11, but like the 11 by 17. Uh, so it is in color. I will credit them that. But the the resolution is so crummy that I can't tell you virtually any cross street or um, where any solid ward boundary really is. So what we do know is what the aldermen involved have told us, which is the big picture stuff, which is how many wards are um, black wards, how many wards are Latino wards. Um, so our latest understanding, according to um, Alderman Jason Irvin from the Black Caucus and uh, Chairwoman Michelle Harris from the Rules Committee, the proposal creates 16 majority black wards plus one black plurality ward on the near west side. So which means that there's not a black majority, but that black people hold the, the highest share of the population in that ward. There are 14 majority Latino wards in this map um, and one majority Asian ward, which means uh, the rest of the wards, presumably 18, would be white majority. Just a reminder, the Latino caucus wanted, they had 13 wards, correct? Latino correct. majority wards. And they, based on the census, which is what the wards are supposed to be based on, they uh, expected or wanted 15, 15 correct? Yes. So this is one shy. This is one shy. Uh, but we should note that um, Michelle Harris, Rules Committee Chair Michelle Harris, basically said, like, this is our this is our starting, this is just a place to begin negotiations. We're going to keep going. And no one sounded particularly rushed. Um, there are going to be a couple Rules Committee hearings next week and then more after the holiday. Remind us the referendum process now. Yeah, because it's been introduced but not passed, there is nothing final in any form at this point. Got so it. once council passes something complete, it does start a clock ticking on when a referendum can be filed. So they, they could wake up Thursday morning and say, hot diggity, let's do it. Okay. Or they could sit and wait and negotiate and just have this 
lingering threat of a referendum in the background. And when we say they, we expect this to be pushed by the Latino caucus, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's still probably a little early for the public to really understand how this could possibly affect them, right? 100%. What is the next date we should be paying, looking out for? We had this big looming December 1st and it's come and now it's gone. Which date should we, what date should we be paying attention to looking for now? The primary is June 28th, 2022. Okay. 40 days before that is May 19th. 2022. Okay. So if if anything were to happen on a referenda, it would have to be decided before May 19th. Okay. Thanks, AD. Thanks for letting us uh, kind of tag along with you today on this adventure. You're very welcome. Would you call it You're very welcome. drama? Would you call it... Absolutely. <laughs> drama, squabble, internecine argument. <laughs> internecine... <laughs> A little bit more news before we let you go. The city's top doc says she does not expect Chicago to impose more restrictions, even as COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations rise. Dr. Allison R. Woody is continuing to urge Chicagoans to get vaccinated. The Biden administration is expected to announce travel restrictions today in response to the Omicron variant. Nearly 200 cars were towed on the first night of the winter overnight parking ban. We may remind you every day. I'm just saying. The Bulls have lost a second round draft pick after the NBA found Chicago's discussions to sign Lonzo Ball this summer were premature. It's a slap on the wrist since the team could have also faced executive suspensions and big fines. And of course, some good news to get you through. Block Club reports that Pilsen and Little Village residents can register for a free one-year membership to the Rauner Family YMCA in Little Village. Of course, that's for 2022. Love the Y. I grew up going to the Y. Used to go to the Y in Lakeview here in Chicago. Big fan. Okay, that's it for us today. We'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? I mean, let's, it's not midnight. I will, this is not a, the daily Michael Barbaro, like. <laughs> Here's what else you need to know today.